What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We're here after Chicago Bulls victory. Chicago Bulls win tonight, one fourteen to ninety eight. Before we get into this one, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcast, you can listen to us five star rating interview because that's cool and tough. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, please go to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the comment section, talk this Bulls basketball win and trade rumors with us. We are presented by Sports Illustrated. Goose, Bulls, they win the game. Um, But like you said in the little backstage thing of StreamYard, Pat tweaks an ankle, Caruso sprains his foot, and NBA trade deadline is seven days away. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and obviously Pat wasn't really – ever going to be on the block unless a superstar that wanted to come to Chicago magically became available. Um, oh, yeah, because that would take Pat to get that deal done. Yeah, I don't – I mean, he's the only thing on our roster that somebody would want probably outside of DeMar on a short-term deal. But if you're trading your superstar, why are you downgrading? Um, yeah, no, I mean, the, the game was fun in the sense that I got to bust out your Christmas gift to me, the the Io Dusumo, uh, you know. Jersey. The the jersey the the only jersey that I own because I'm a bougie son of a gun and I, I <laughs> buy the real thing or I just pay to have my own name put on there so I don't have to buy multiple jerseys. Um, but yeah, Io led the team in scoring tonight, twenty two points. So who's not getting traded next week? Io. Io. Yeah, that's hilarious. So Io, Io was the definition of a score tonight, huh? Nine nine to ten for the field. One for two from downtown, three for three from the free throw line. I guess on a line night, which is pretty hilarious in itself. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the post game show for the Bulls um, on NBC, but Kendall Gill was not super thrilled. No one told Kendall Gill it was a line night, and and they're playing Charlotte too. Like what? Who the hell? Why would they do that to KG like that, man? Kendall should be no. in a line night. That's dirty. I mean, does he just not read his emails? Is that what happened? Did he I like see get that. an email and he just doesn't check them? I can see like Kendall getting an email about Bulls promotions for this season and being like, ah, fuck that. Who cares? But yeah, no one told Kendall. But anyway, uh, Io, big time score tonight 22 points, zero assists, zero rebounds, one steal, no blocks, only one turnover for Io tonight. Uh, so yeah, he was fun to watch, and it's like a Kobe White stat line. That's kind of crazy. It was wild. Well, hey, since you brought him up, look at the two guys that everybody pins against each other, right? 
look at what Kobe White did tonight. Uh, we hey, don't win this game without him. Who I want in the backcourt to finish the season if everything went my way. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe White tonight, 27 minutes off the bench, 7 of 13, 3 for 5 from downtown, 3 for 4 from the free throw line. He finishes with 20 points, 4 rebounds, and uh, 1 assists. No turnovers for Captain Kobe White. You had Io and Kobe both outscore DeMar, Zach, and Vooch. None of the three stars had over 17 points tonight. That this is, is the insane. second time this season that one of those guys out and of those three. both wins, right? Yeah. That, well, that, it, that they didn't lead the game in scoring. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so, I feel like, do we win that other game too? I don't know. We would have to dig a little deep into that. Um, yeah, I, I, I have to get into my bag. Great deadline fire. You know, like if we're we're winning games where our stars suck anyway, why do we need the stars? Right. You don't need them. Fucking watch. Just make every night a line eye night. Yeah, just and make I, a line eye night. Don't and I was going to go off super efficient and, not, and miss one shot during the fucking game. Yeah, Zach, Damar, and Vooch. I mean, Vooch played all right. He just wasn't – he didn't have it going from three. I was just three, glad but... to see him finish the game because you had Caruso, Pat, and then Vooch went down, and I went, holy shit, we're going to have to trade Zach if we're trading anybody. I'll tell you something right now, dude. Charlotte's fucking bad. Charlotte, Charlotte's a bad team. And uh, LaMelo's trying to do too much, and I, I think LaMelo is very good. Uh, and you know what I think about LaMelo Ball, but I feel like it is out of his – what should be his role to do what he has to be doing right now? Did you hear Stacy saying what Lavar said on his podcast that Lamelo sees himself as a two guard? Uh yeah, I did. I heard him say that at the end of the game. Um, <sighs> My mind was blown. I was like, "What?" I Lamelo's always prided himself, though, on the other side. In interviews I've seen with him, he's always prided himself on being a facilitator and a playmaker, but he can score yeah. when he has to. You know, I, I, I guess maybe it's just part of Lavar's agenda because Lonzo isn't like a three three tier scorer like Lamelo is. That you know, Zoe could be on the ball and Lamelo would be fine off the ball. Uh, but that kid's got the ball on a string. I want the ball in Melo's hands. Like well, it, it's kind of funny that you bring that up. So I was on my way home from work today. And I-57 just has a ton of fucking construction going on down south, so I'm, I'm constantly stuck in traffic. But I was listening to 670 The Score during that. I was listening to Parkinson Spiegel, and they were talk, talking to Mark Schnowski uh, about, you know, the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast interview with LeVar Ball. And um, Schnowski said that I haven't listened to it yet. I, I plan on it, um, but I haven't. But Schnowski said that during the duration of the interview, LeVar was, you know, his typical brash, over-the-top self, right? And then when asked about, like, Lonzo and, like, when he's going to be able to return, Schnowski said he got very quiet and was just very matter-of-fact, didn't say anything out of line like he did before. Remember when he, LeVar said that, you know, Lonzo was going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Ready for I mean, the beginning you, of the season, just a conflict of interest with the Bulls. And yeah, it made it seem like it was an issue. Needed to be in a in the water. That that's the kind of recovery that he needed. He didn't need to be on a basketball court. He needed yet. to drink milk and eat eggs. Yeah, yeah. Lamar had the home remedy all cooked up, and uh, I'm pretty sure he probably still doesn't know why his son is in pain either. Well, Shanowski basically said that Lavar really didn't back off of the comments of the disconnect between the Bulls and Lonzo, um, but he did back off the fact of Lonzo being ready to return and does not know when Lonzo is going to be able to return or if, I mean, he didn't, LeVar didn't say if, but Shanowski kind of put that in there about like, <laughs> we don't know if the guy's going to play basketball again, you know, and that's a, that's a serious question, but. And that's was, LeVar got serious and confident in the fact that his son is going to play professional basketball in the near future again. 
he, near future like this season, but like ever again, like yeah, next just, season down the road. Again, like I, I, Shanowski just said, he got really quiet about that whole topic of Lonzo, which is not not great for us Bulls fans. Well, I mean, it's um, not great, but it's also not really surprising. It is no. Fun. Um, and I believe Lonzo is the oldest, right? Jello. Yeah, yeah, Lonzo, uh, Jello, Jello. Lamelo. Okay. Yeah. So you know, first firstborn son. Uh, even I, I, I guess it would be hard to read a father's demeanor, even Lavar's, in that situation. Uh, to read too much into it. Um, but I'm not going to take much of that interview seriously. Anyway. No, I neither. Yeah, you, you you just can't. You can't really. I want to. I, I mean, you I like Lavar. I like LeVar, too. I mean, I didn't like him at first. Now I'm a big fan of LeVar. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to take what he says is written. Like, he is, he should be the closest source to his son. But at the same time, we've seen disconnects there before, too. Just the demeanor, I guess, of how Shanowski was explaining it on the radio kind of even drove my cause of concern even far up. Because, like I said, he's usually a brash individual. And then in this circumstance, he kind of shut down about it. So hopefully, I mean, I feel bad for that kid. In all honesty, that that fucking sucks. If this is going to be something that lingers and then you on put him in a trade career. Well, I didn't put him in a trade, dude. Okay, hold hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. All right. So hang on. I didn't put him in a trade. All right. But that was the. <laughs> Look at this shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like. You got fucking Zach Levine, who takes eight shots tonight, scores 10 points. He was a team best, plus 21. You have DeRozan, who didn't play a good game. You had Vucevic, who did play a good game. Vuce shot 50% from the field and had 17, 12, and 6. So Vuce played a good game. But, again, nobody really orchestrates it. You know, the DeRozan had a good playmaking game, had seven assists. But my point is, if they, if they were going to go the retool route, and that ESPN mock trade that was on there for Fred Van Vliet, uh, Mal, uh, who, what the fuck is that guy? Malachi. Who, who was it? Malachi Flynn. Yeah, Malachi Flynn for Kobe and Ball. I mean, come on. And and again, like I had a bunch of people comment on my post. Oh, you know that'll never happen. Well, no shit, Sherlock. I don't fucking think so either. I'm I'm just talking about the trade. You know, like I I, I still had, I still had to give you a little shit for it because because you know you're <laughs> you're so bad for the kid. I, but I was talking about trading him earlier. <laughs> right. Like, I do feel bad for him, but I thought, hey, I feel bad for him, but I'd be the first. feel bad for him in Toronto? <laughs> I'd drive him to O'Hare if that was the fucking case, dude, right? No, I mean, if you're talking about trying to salvage this season and actually compete, um, adding Fred Van Fleet to your roster for a player who isn't going to play this year is a pretty much a no-brainer. Um, and with the Bulls and the Raptors being in the same tier of, are you a playing team or are you a lottery team officially – um, that, that would be a swap that would kind of solidify that too. Raptors. Okay. We're, we're calling it quits for the season. You can have Fred. We can't come to a contract extension agreement anyway. Uh, but that is the trick with that trade there is I mean, Fred's looking for a Brunson level kind of deal, um, which I think is fair. Uh, oh, I think that's fair. Given, yeah. I mean, obviously he hasn't been healthy, but I think that's probably more the kind of, I think a lot of good. Going yeah, on. I think- yeah, Toronto's well, on the it's going line, south, though. you don't, and you're already guaranteed $40 million. You have no reason to give them everything. So right. I think that's probably a situational thing. I think Fred comes home to uh, Illinois, obviously from Rockford, the area I currently live in. Uh, so I hear about Fred all the time. That would, this town would go nuts. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet. The yeah. city of Chicago would go nuts. Yeah, Fred was a big deal. 
but that was a big deal playing high school ball there and everything too. You know, I mean, it's not just like a little small thing. He was actually a big deal. He was a very highly touted prospect in the Illinois basketball system. So, you know, uh, it would be really awesome to see him come, you know, here. Uh, if it was a retooling type of thing, like, again, that's the hard part about all of this. I, I love, like, Lonzo was probably my favorite bull, you know, during that 35-game stretch, right? And I hate for it to end the way that it did. And I, I hope people know that listen to the show or even read my writing over at on tap. I wrote a huge article today, breaking down those two trades that were, we'll get into the other one in a little bit, but breaking down those two trades that took up their six proposed trades that they would like to see at the trade deadline. You know, I just, I don't see it. I would accept the retooling with Fred. I don't know if we'd win with Fred, but I mean, Hey, it gives us a hell of a lot better chance because essentially at this point you're swapping Kobe for Fred. Yeah, you know what I mean? At least, yeah. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are now on the Kobe White train, which they were the same I'm, people that I'm, wanted I'm, him fucking I'm on the Kobe White train. Yeah, they're the same people that wanted him shipped to China. Not saying you, but like you know, no, a I, month I and hated, a half ago, I hated Kobe's selection on draft night. Unlike, I think that you've always been a, very accepting of Kobe since he's got. Oh here. no, I mean, especially after hearing Kobe's backstory with his pops and having that yeah kind of relation with it, and, right. Um, just the fact that Kobe is the person that he is. Like you see this kid in interviews, you see him with his teammates. He's just the happiest. Yeah. I'm a big Kobe white guy. I like the guy. Um, And then to see these improvements uh, makes it even easier to root for him now. And as you you were about to touch on, um, I don't think the market's there for Kobe. He's a free agent. And if you're offering me even two seconds from a contending team, I get to pick in the 45 or later twice this year and next year. And then you get Kobe White. And obviously, if you don't plan on paying Kobe, uh, given the way the season's going, maybe that is something that you have to do just because you don't have any seconds. You don't really have firsts. Um, you want pretty balls deep on this roster that if you're not going to pay that guy yet, yeah, once again, better get something. Um, but I don't see that as enough value for Kobe. A late first. I could see, given the situation of the season, if he didn't intend on paying him. But a second-round pick? I don't want Marco Simonovic again. I owe is a godsend and a blessing. You do not get these guys in the second round every year. Right. No, uh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was it was crazy to kind of see that report today. Um, again, if the, if the trade proposals that you're receiving are ass for him, then, yeah, I guess hang on to it. But you have, to, you have a decision to make, man. You've got you've got decisions you to make. You really have a decision to make if you can trade some of these stars. If you're freeing up cap that you don't have to pay to Vooch. If you the, trade the, DeMar and you don't owe him $30 million next year. Like, you have ways to where you don't have to make decisions. You can recoup abundance of assets and do the same thing. Because trading Kobe for a second-round pick is waving the white flag all the same on this season than it is if you're trading a star. If you're trading Kobe for a player that upgrades the team now, that's different. But if the assets on the table for Kobe are simply not here now and you get them in the future, you're waving the white flag all the same. Right. Well, I the problem is I don't think the Bulls know what the fuck they're doing in general. No. Um, a guy I, I did want to talk about, I know we kind of went away from the game. I mean, it, listen, guys, we beat Charlotte. We right? can't mention that DeMar DeRozan's an all-star again. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan's sixth all-star selection. Congratulations. He definitely deserves it. Zach Levine did not make the all-star game this year. Andre Drummond had a big game tonight. 
And he, we had a first quarter sighting from Andre Drummond, which is very fucking rare for us. 15 points, 11 boards. AK he's, made a phone call. He said, I got a week left. <laughs> he's been he's been a guy that's name has popped into a ton of trade rumors. There was one that was uh, popped up about, what was it, Korkmaz from Philly and sending Drummond back there that I hey, saw floating around. killed us, and we need shooting. I guess that'll allow you to trade Kobe if you uh, – had the deal on the table too, just a little bang, 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 bang on down the line, just swap shit on out here. Yeah. Um, and if and you're not Car- going to play him, you have to do it. Right. And then the whole thing that you mentioned too, with Caruso going down, like this is what you were worried about. This is what you talked about two episodes ago. Like, man, they need to figure out what the fuck they're doing. Cause this kid's going to end up hurting himself. And the way Caruso was throwing himself around the court tonight, I almost tweeted in the first quarter. I didn't oh, want you've to. Seen, you've seen his guy. He plans on being here. He wants to be here. He loves the team. He loves the yep. atmosphere. Even if they rebuild, he's happy being that guy and that leader. And I would love to see it. But the fear is that you can be the best leader in the world. You can have the most energy ever. But if you're only available 30 games a year, who are you leading? Alex Caruso's energy for Alex Caruso's value on a championship team is substantially higher than it is on a middle of the road or a bad team. I mean, and the fact that you have teams, the only reason that we're even in the middle of the road. Yeah, it's fair. In terms of impact for minutes played, I do not think there's a player, even DeMar, who's going to be an all-star that does things for this team that are more impactful because you have three guys that can't do what DeMar does, but they can still score. There's not anybody on this team without Zoe that can do close to what Caruso does on the other end of the floor. Oh, absolutely not. Um, speaking of DeMar, too, I just want to read his stat line off because I didn't. Yeah, God damn, the minutes were so big for him and Zach tonight. I didn't really realize it. But four for 12 from uh, DeMar in 38 minutes, two for five from downtown, five for six from the free throw line. He finishes with 15 points, seven assists, four boards. I uh, did have four turnovers, but one steal and two blocks. Zach so- was three for eight for 10, four and one. And he had uh, two blocks, three turnovers, three steals though for Zach. So he made up there. So you said 10 and 20, 10 and 12. So they took 22 shots between DeMar and Zach. I feel like generally they get that per game. Uh, it was 20 shots. 20 yeah. shots total? Yeah. Okay. 12 so, for uh, DeMar and eight for Zach. Okay. I thought I heard four for 10. Uh, was that free throws? No, I don't know what the fuck I said four for 10 about. I said four for 12 for DeMar. Okay. So 20 shots between the two, I feel like each of them get that per game. So what yeah. was the message before this game? Was it to from Billy to spread the love, keep the ball moving, cut the ISO shit out? I don't care what quarter it is. Um, it could have been. It could have been. It just could have been aggressiveness from Io to Sumu, too, and them taking a back seat because he was just sinking shit. And then Kobe got big minutes, too. I don't fucking know. I mean, Zach, Zach's got to realize at some point, he said in an interview when he was talking about his hand that he thinks he's more useful out there, um, you know, with this little hand injury. Remember when he said that? Oh, I'm more useful out there on the court. I'm going to be there to help my teammates. Newsflash, you weren't fucking not doing that. You were, he, was, he wasn't looking very good. And tonight, offensively, he didn't look very good again. He was plus 21 in the plus minus. But again, Zach had a lot of unforced turnovers. He had three of them. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the stupid turnovers. He got... You know, this is not all on Zach Levine either. I was so going to say, is this a product of us not having a point guard that you have to make Zach be a point guard instead of a catch and shoot? I'm more of making DeMar the point guard if, if, if that's the route they're going to go. But Well, no, we've already seen that DeMar, especially with the way that he plays the game, almost has to have the ball on the offensive end because despite the fact that he's been hitting threes lately, four or four or five for five a couple nights ago, 
Um, and then tonight he hit a couple as well. Um, despite that random uptick in three-point attempts, generally DeMar's not pulling the trigger on that. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I I want to bring bring up the second trade. So we talked about the Van Fleet trade. Now, here's the second trade. So it's like Mac, Max Christie, Pat Bev, and Russ for Ball, Levine, and we get those two Lakers unprotected uh, picks in 27 and 29. Uh, a lot of people obviously don't like that trade for many reasons. Um, like the picks, if they turned out to be good, that'd be cool. You but know, not because you're sending them Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball who are in their prime and entering their prime if yeah, they return. Those picks, when those picks come along in 27 and 29, the Lakers are done at the end of 2024, 2025. LeBron is going anywhere that Bronny is going. So you're going to watch a core. They're the Lakers. I know that. I know that. Um, Listen, man, when you're a draft guy like I am and you have no fucking picks to play with, you're going to try to figure out any fucking way. No, the same way, man. Like, I get you. We're in the same boat. But to trick yourself into thinking that the Lakers are going to give you – a Boston situation with like the Nets picks oh, or no. down the road. No, and their, I know that. their contention when it is, you're still going to be late lottery at best with those picks because the Lakers are always going to get hot talent for free. Who doesn't want to go put on the purple and gold, live in LA and make max money? Like any star that's on the market when that's an option, it's like, yeah, pick me. I know more people will come here too. I've seen it done before. Let's go. Right. Um, so that's not a team that needs assets to acquire stars. Yeah, I don't want to help. That's a trap. That's a trap. I, I'm not saying that you want to do the trade. But anybody yeah. who might have been able to trick themselves into that, I think Lonzo is going to play basketball again. Um, I'm excited to see Lonzo play basketball again. And the kind of value he brings to the floor is not worth just throwing him in his salary filler because he can't play today. I agree. I would do the Van Vliet trade, though. Yes, that one I did. I mean – I would do it. I'd also do any other trades that came. Like I told you, I sent you, what was I sent that to you and Drew the other night? The Blazers thing. Uh, with, the Nurkic. Yeah, Nurkic, because he's Nurkic having a hard time. Boy Sharp for. Yeah. I think it was Vooch or something, because, you know. Um, hey, made, I, you, you made a comment about it, and I set up a char- trade that got a, that sent DeMar there and got a Sharp, too. So Yeah, I dude. There's options. Are, There's options. There are Portland. options. Portland. Call AK. Wake him up. He's probably sleeping, hiding. Doing doing some sketchy stuff that isn't fixing this team right now. <laughs> Another thing Mark Shanowski said today on the radio too is he was talking about like if the Bulls did do a teardown, right? Like if they did trade, he was talking about he blatantly said when asked, he goes, I think they need to move on from Nikola Vucevic because he's a free agent at the end of the season. And I don't know if they're gonna do an extension. So if they don't do that, they need to trade him. And like I loved listening to Shanowski on the radio today. I thought he did a great job. But then he also talked about Patrick Williams. He had first said, you know, build around Zach Levine and Patrick Williams in like this hypothetical rebuild world. And then he said that he doesn't see, when asked, he said he does not see an all-star out of Pat Williams, but a guy can give you 15 and 8 a night. Which, you know, I don't think you'd say that's a bad thing. I, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. Of course, I would. you want more with who went ahead of him in the draft and Ann Edwards and LaMelo Ball. But, I mean, that's a story for another day. We always harp on that. But, you know. Could always got Wiseman. Yeah. Well, maybe for Caruso. Who knows? Oh, no, he's fucking hurt because you kept playing him. You know, I don't know, man. I There's so many different things that we could do with this thing being seven days away. One thing is for sure. Another report came out today. No one knows what the Bulls are doing. 
what? And it's like everybody's shocked. And it's just like, no shit. We don't know what the fucking bulls are going to do either. All the rumors and things we've seen are generally speculation from people with slightly more information than me and you. That that it's not actually AK or Mark going out there. The guys that actually get to decide what's going to They're not telling people what they're doing? (laughs) I don't know, man. It's, what? It's, it's just what's out there in the universe. So you, mean, I, you call and ask if you can have Zach Levine for two unprotected picks four years down the road and Russell Westbrook, and they're not just telling you, yeah, I'm going to do that today right now. Don't worry about it. That sounds great. What? I don't like the Lakers trade either, but I do feel that people who are completely shitting on it, like, listen, man. For a team that has no firsts, having extra firsts of any kind is great. And if you exactly. trade quick, quick enough, you can use the whole lore of, you don't know what they're going to be. They could be the best thing ever. They're unprotected. you got to take a risk. Um, and it is the truth. Maybe the Lakers have a star that's injured that year, and it's the greatest pick ever. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know why, as much as I fall back on, maybe Zach is the problem. Larry Markin is an all-star now. Yeah, we we didn't see Lowry marketing as an all star because we decided to keep Zach Levine. Well, who else hey, have we really seen succeed along Zach Levine? Well, Demar, Demar's an all star now, and Zach's not. Um, so that was the Demar and Zach over their thirty five to forty game stretch in the Lonzo Ball days that are so long ago. Uh, both averaged over twenty five points a game on insane efficiency, efficiency. and. That was the first time we ever saw Zach be able to play with somebody. Um, it lasted 35 to 40 games. And since then, we have been bitching about my turn, your turn type shit. So, I need to take that as you will. I, I don't know what it is. Again, I'm not I, I'm not calling Zach the problem. Zach clearly has a ton of talent. <laughs> you mean, you're like, Zach's not in your top five. He's not. The he's problem. not. He's still, he's fucking still not. Like, you know, I just... <laughs> but you still hold respectable value to him. I do. I hold respectable value to him. I'm glad that... He's he's the only star we have that's under contract past uh, next season. So we kind of have to hold him to that value. Well, you have to. Unless you're going to move him and you're going to pick a lane. They that, That's the thing here. They really need to pick a lane. Indiana ended up losing on a comeback from the Lakers tonight. The Bulls won. So the Bulls are now back. In the play-in. I didn't say playoffs. Ooh, I said play-in. Back in so tent, baby! That's another thing fucking people are not realizing. And I'm I'm having a hard time doing this, and it's really irritating the shit of it because I hate change, and you know that about me, dude. The 10 seed's not the fucking playoffs. Stop. It's one through eight. People who are, oh, if they can get six seed, and I found myself doing it too a little bit. No, that's some extreme loser energy. That means you were fucking two spots away from not making the fucking playoffs. I mean, seriously. Like th- this playing shit, oh, they just did it for a money grab to make the games more fucking compelling. This is stupid. They are not a playoff team by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm sick of people pretending that they are. Well, and the funny thing for ownership is if they're pushing their their old agenda for the extra revenue of your fucking tenth, you're playing the game away. <laughs> you're not getting any yeah, right. anyway. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. You're to playing me. your one and done game there, and that's it. Like, I'm the biggest homer out of anybody I know when it comes to this team. But if I could see this shit, they've got to see this. Like, this is just – it's bad. Even tonight, they win, see, but it wasn't good. See, but at the same time, maybe they don't. 
you know, maybe it's that like firstborn child allure. Like that kid can do the dumbest shit ever. And you're just like, oh, little Jimmy's the cutest little son of a bitch ever. <laughs> this is their first baby. Yeah. This well, is their first project. I'll tell you something so, right now. So you dude. think we get high during these little three game stretches after they have a team meeting and they trick us? How do you think those get? They're like, we ain't got to do it. We ain't got to ship our kids off. We get to keep them. Yeah, they better ship well. their kids off to military school is what they should fucking do. So, no, that's that's what, as much as I want to believe that they see it the way that we see it and the way that all the media sees it and portrays it, it's their firstborn child. They could very well just be like, you know what? We riding this out to the end. I don't care. If they want to leave for free, it'll hurt, but we're going to have to take that risk. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with Vooch. I don't know what they're going to do with Damar. I don't know what they're going to do. Is I really don't know what this trade deadline looks like. But if I had to guess, like you just said, it'll be nothing. Because that's what happens here. And that'll give us the content to keep going about bitching and moaning and trying to come up with scenarios that can either get us a draft pick because Portland's fucking sliding. And speaking of Portland, I believe we have them on Saturday. And what's, what's I mean, it's not really – it's uh, Thursday. Okay, Thursday, it, is, it is Thursday. Yeah, so we should have Portland. Yeah, we do. We have Portland on Saturday at 7 o'clock at the United Center. So they, they've been sliding too, man. Maybe they just do the switch there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you just do the switch there. If you're going to make a decision, you better lose to Portland. You better give them a win. Give yourself a chance of getting that pick. You want the pick, yeah. Let them yeah. fucking beat you. <laughs> so you have a first-round pick. That's horrible. We're, no. we're like, what, two and a half games out of the seed? And I'm just like, send it. Take against Portland. They need to win more than we do. The just bull, the just heat, give me a reason. The Heat are in the sixth seed at 29 and 24. The Bulls are in the 10th seed at 24 and 27. So that's where we're at right now. It looks real fucking nice, doesn't it? Yeah, we're still looking to play it. Yeah, yeah it looks really fucking awesome. So one more thing I want to bring up to you here. It's just so stupid to me, man. With the way the bench played tonight, as I look up and down Drummond, you know, Kobe, Caruso before he went down, what do you – if they still try to contend, what are you looking for? Like, what are you looking for in a return? Because all we have talked about, about, like, switching things up is a star moving. Now, if you're trying to continue to contend, obviously you're looking for a point guard, right? And I'm not trying to throw shade at Io or anything like that, but how? what assets do you have? If it's not a splash, what assets do you have to – You to, have are Io and Kobe because you don't I'm have – I'm not first, trading Io. You don't have firsts to trade, really, unless they're your 2027 and 2029, which the way things are going right now, you ain't trading those even with a heavy protection because you might suck then. Um, <laughs> you suck. You kind of suck now. You suck now. You're kind of still sitting, you know, right there in the lottery. Even if you are playing team, I think we're still in the lottery. So hey, maybe that's the goal. Be just good enough to stay in the play-in, get a chance to get to the playoffs, and you know, still still get a shot at the lottery. There. I don't know what they're gonna do. It's, um, it's gonna be definitely. But to answer your question, no, I think your assets really only are. Kobe and Io, because if you're truly trying to compete, despite Caruso's availability concerns due to, you know, his style of play, if you're competing, 
you need Alex Caruso. Um, so you're really only trading that guy if you are backing out, and you're really only trading that guy of Golden State's like, yeah, we'll give you Wise Banana first because we're not sure if he's even good and because he was the second overall pick, his contract fucking sucks. So, you know, he doesn't have a great salary. So it but to like improve the team, you're looking at trading Iowa or Kobe. And I don't know who that or and, and they're rejecting trades left and right for Kobe, so the value can't be there to help improve the team. And Pat's your golden child. Oh. Um, so unless you're trading for a point guard, you're really not making a trade because three of your five starters are two wings and your center. So and then you got Pat. So really the only spot that's in question in limbo is point guard without Zoe. Um, and how much can you truly invest in that if you believe in Zoe coming back at all down the road? Right. It's so tough, dude. This is probably the hardest. And what point guards are even available? Chris Paul? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take that failed project? Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm good on a hundred year old. Well, you can get Westbrook for Zach Levine and two unprotected firsts. Westbrook and Damar in the lineup together. I mean, who's gonna shoot threes? Just I mean, you're gonna have to just kick it to Pat constantly in Vooch. That's it. Because those guys operate in the paint and in the mid range. Well, you know what? That that would be the grittiest, toughest <laughs> two star team I've ever seen. I would never. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you got anything else before we get out of here? I'm getting irritated. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, I got. Oh no, no I'm, I'm I'm done pushing your buttons. <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. It's just so st- like it's. it's but it's the situation. It, it is. I don't know what they're gonna do, and I think I I do know what they're gonna do, and I think that's what's pissing me off the most. No, I mean we can talk about it all we want, but the reality is we come back to it, and we don't feel that they're gonna do anything of continuity. Big enough importance. They're going to ride out the continuity till the end, and we're stuck on this boat, kicking, screaming, and wondering what the hell's going on and what our destination is because we don't know what the captain's doing. He ain't getting on the intercom. He ain't sharing no news. We just on a crash course to God knows fucking where. And I'm glad that at least we might have a better idea of where we're going in a week. But the general feeling of the way that the ship is headed is just not good. It's no bueno. Mm-mm. It's no bueno. So, yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat, obviously. That's why I'm irritated. I don't think they're going to do anything. And goddamn, dude, I just – a wasted year sucks. It just really sucks. Um, and that's all I got to say about it. So, next game is Saturday against the Trailblazers. I'll try to put on the happy face for that one. As best as I can. I'm sorry. It's just I, I wrote a couple articles today, and as I was writing them, I was having to live out the fact that my favorite team is not very good. So I, it pretty much ruined my day. If you want to check those articles out, you can go to um, ontapsportsnet.com. Last fun note before we do get out of here, I did have one more thing. Tomorrow, and I just learned of it today, I actually wrote an article about it. It's not on tap. Shameless plug. But it's 2-3-23, so it's like this Michael Jordan day. Did you see that? So the yeah. ACC network is going to have um, like his – starting at 10 a.m. tomorrow, have like his most famous college games going on all day long on the ACC network. And then on ESPN, they're going to be, you know, just doing some honoring of him and stuff like that, I guess. So I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, they're going to have kind of like a Michael Jordan type of day in, you know, ESPN and the ACC network tomorrow. So if the Bulls really upset you, you can go back and relive the GOAT in college because eventually the GOAT came to the Bulls. So... 
you know, I might have to do that just to feel better about myself. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking turn on YouTube TV at work. I've, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm getting paid to watch that. I'm going to do it. So, so I'm having a rough time with this shit. I got to stay up late for this team to be shit. I'm going to take advantage of the Michael Jordan day, even though they won today. I'm happy they won. Thank you. Thank you for the win. And congratulations to Marge Rosen. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. For real. Six time all-star awesome. Best basketball of his career here in Chicago. If there's a takeaway of something cool that somebody deserves. It's definitely tomorrow. So and unfortunately, the reward might be getting traded while you're still playing the best basketball of your career. What a kick in the dick that'd be, huh? See, see, but then, you know, like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, how much would we have to trade to get, like, Fred Van Fleet in OGN Newbie? Like, could you trade DeMar back to the Raptors, a place where you wouldn't feel like a douche to send DeMar? I think feel if he was on a decline right like go him here if like demar was on a decline and so but but you're trading him for respectable players in a situation that might benefit both teams i understand that but i don't think that they're looking to no they're looking to do the same thing we're looking to do so you can't sell yeah i don't i actually don't yeah i actually don't know because i mean they actually there was another article i read today too i know we're kind of getting off topic here we're running really long but there was another article today about like how Toronto's blowing it up and how a potential OG trade would be the Memphis Grizzlies going all in on the season. You know what I'm saying? Then using their assets to go get him to bring him then over, which would be just fucking, I mean, who would that even be? I mean, goddamn, that would be Morant, Bain. I'm, I'm assuming Dylan Brooks goes back in that deal uh, to Toronto. So that would be OG in his spot, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven is- Adams. And is that how that whole conversation online started about OG being a better basketball player than Zach Levine? NBA University put that tweet out, okay. and I thought it was gauging trade value. I don't know if it was trading who's okay, a better. Well, I mean, Zach and Ja, that'd be a duo that I'd subscribe to. Yeah, Ja, I mean. So if, if they're they're looking to go all in, you know, pick up that phone. Well, what you got going on? I kept saying tomorrow over there, somebody, a late-game heroic guy alongside uh, – alongside Ja, but I mean, Desmond, I mean, Desmond Bain's really good too. Like, I don't know. Zach Levine off another knee surgery and hurt him. Yeah, no, right I now. guess I, tomorrow might be the better fit over there. I've been saying that, but I mean, it ain't going to happen because they're not trading tomorrow. So I don't know. We can sit there again and go all around and this isn't fucking 2k. All right. I traded him in 2k. I did. All right. But I traded him to Portland. <laughs> boost that pick. That's what I did, dude. I traded him to fucking Portland in my game. That's what I did. I got Shaden Sharp back. I think, like, I flipped somebody. I, I How did I make the contracts work? Oh, I brought Jeremy Grant back because I didn't think he was going to resign over there. So, yeah, you definitely got a 2K trade there. Yeah, I did. I did. All right, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm done for the fucking night here. Everybody be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bullscript and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating review, because it's cool and tough. We'll be back Saturday after the Bulls take on the Portland Trailblazers. Let's go, Bulls.